Welcome to This is Type 1, real-life type 1 diabetes with your hosts, Colleen and Jesse. I'm Colleen Mitchell, and I've had type 1 diabetes for over 25 years. I'm a life coach, fantasy author, and engineer. I'm passionate about type 1 diabetes education and showing others that this disease doesn't define me. Hi, I'm Jesse Tugney, and I've had type 1 diabetes for over 10 years now. I'm currently a student at Montana State and learning more and more about how our world works. My diagnosis has inspired me to take control of my future and learn everything I can about it. Each week on the show, we'll talk about real life with type 1 diabetes, feature members of the type 1 community who are just like you, and above all, encourage you to understand that this disease doesn't have to hold you back. This isn't medical advice. This is life with type 1. Welcome to episode 133 of This is Type 1, real life type 1 diabetes with your hosts, Colleen and Jesse. Today, we're talking with Aaron Calhoun Delaney, inventor of the Skirt My Pump Slip, which is a slip for making sure that your tubed insulin pump is easily accessible whenever you're wearing a skirt or a dress. Honestly, back when I was wearing dresses and skirts, I kind of wish I would have had this because it would have made things way easier. Before we get into the interview, we have the win, fail, and hack of the week. Jesse, you are up with the win. Yes, I am. So my win this week is I finally got a barista job. I know, the girl from Seattle finally working as a barista. It's kind of ironic, but, you know, it's all good. (laughs) So it's an on-campus job, which is pretty cool, meaning they'll work around both my school schedule and my rugby practices and games. So if you are in college, I would highly recommend even going in talking to somebody about if you want a job to go in and just talk to somebody because I filled out an application and got hired within two days. So they most people are really desperate right now. I've seen, I have friends who work as desk clerks and they don't do anything but homework for four hours. So honestly, I would give it a shot if you really want somewhere like a good starting place to work. So that's a good option. Man, I should have gotten a desk clerk job in, in college. That would have been great, but I didn't. <laughs> uh, my fail this week is not college related or job related. I dropped to 52 MGDL on my first hike of February. But uh, that was only after I got to the car. It started dropping at the halfway point, and then I stopped, checked my blood sugar. I was like, hmm, that's 116 going down. I should probably have some Smarties. So I had two Smarties, and then I started walking back, like going back to the car, like finishing the hike. And uh, on the way down, kept checking it. It was still going down like 82, 70-something. Got back into the car, checked it again. I was like, oh, you're 52. But it looked like it was bottoming out. So I had a couple more Smarties, and uh, so four total, and then afterwards it, it came back up and, and leveled off pretty well. But if I looked at my graph on my CGM, it's this really sharp dip down to 52 and then like sharp rise back up to like 140. So that was fun. Jesse, what is your hack this week? All right. If there is something that you really want to do, like school or a job or something really specific that you just want to get into, just remember, take it one day at a time. Things will happen if they if you put in the energy for it. Meaning you put in a good input, you get a good output for you. Math people will understand that. And then just take it step by step. Baby steps, there's still steps. You're still moving forward. And even if you move back a little bit, that's okay too. Just keep going. And now here is Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Of course. Okay, let's just get started. Tell us who you are and the role that diabetes plays in your life. Oh. Yes. Well, I am Erin Calhoun Delaney. I um, started a little apparel brand called Skirt My Pump. I'm an insulin pumper and I created this because 
I had been on the pump for so many years and was so frustrated with not knowing where to put the pump when you wear skirts and dresses. So I made a solution. So what's the story of your diagnosis? I, I heard that you've been type one for a while. Yes. Did you know any anything about diabetes before you were diagnosed? Definitely not. I was diagnosed when I was six years old, 39 years ago, which is crazy because I'm only you know 28 now. So back then they didn't have finger pokes. They definitely didn't have insulin pumps. That was such a futuristic idea. And it was it was like a bit of a traumatic experience, especially for such a young child and to do things in kind of such a, I don't even know the word for it, but in a way that was so difficult, like the way to test your blood sugar was you had to pee in this like little kind of cup. It was like a big bowl that you put in your toilet bowl, especially for kids. They had stuff like that. So you wouldn't miss or whatever. And then you had to like dip a stick, just, just like keto sticks these days, but that's how you tested your blood sugar and you had to measure it up and you only got a range too. So you would be like, Oh, I'm in between 80 and 120. That's as much, that's as much as you knew back then. And then finally, I remember being not much older and having my first meter. And so we would prick our blood or prick our finger, put the blood on, wait a minute, I think it was, wipe the blood off and then put the stick in the meter. So it was like the only thing the meter did was read it for you. Like you could still do, you know, the the looking on the bottle to see what range you were in, but the meter was a little more precise. Wow. Yeah. Was there any family history? None. I'm the only one still to this day. Join the club. I'm the only one really? in mine. Oh my gosh. I've never, that's amazing. I'm, I'm sorry, but I've never heard of anyone else than being the only one. That's interesting because most of the people we talk to, they are the only one in their family. It's really? like it hits one person and leaves everybody else. Wow. I, I have friends where uh, all three kids in the family have type one, mm-hmm. but it's it's not that common with the the guests that we've had on here. Most of them, it's they're like they're the first one in their family. They're the only one who's ever had it. It's really weird. Yeah, that is weird and rude. Just- <laughs> yeah, thanks, diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks a lot. Why me? Yeah, pretty much. What yeah. are your, what are your favorite and least favorite things about type one? Favorite, I, I mean, I for myself, I'm grateful that my body, like, I wake myself up in the middle of the night if I'm low, and I'm so grateful for that. Like, because, I mean, I don't like anything about diabetes. I'll put it out there. When you're too low, you don't feel great. When you're too high, you don't feel great. And getting that perfect median, like unicorn reading, is so difficult. I mean, and that's a great part feeling good and not feeling like, Oh, my lips are, I guess I'm, you know, my lips are turning numb. I guess I need some candy or I'm exhausted. Let me test my blood sugar. And yep, sure enough, I'm, you know, 280 or something. But my favorite part of my diabetes story is that I am able to wake myself up in the middle of the night. I'll remember when I've gone to summer camps as a kid, I would remember my friends, you know, being in their bunks and, and like, like convulsing basically, or having to be shaken by what we would call the juice fairy in the middle of the night to like, Hey, come on, come on, wake up here. You need some juice. You need some juice. And having, you know, them angrily wake up and not really realizing what was going on. I was always so grateful. I was never that person. Like I would like wake up and be like, Oh yes, go, 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 go. Give me the juice. So. Wow. That's, that's a really good skill to have as a type one though. It is. Your body waking up. Nothing to do with that scale, but thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you never know. Honestly, I think people who have, had like higher blood sugars for for longer when they start getting lower and lower they don't feel it as well okay that's like my personal non-medical opinion there (laughs) but um 
yeah, a lot of the times it's kind of a, a tough question to answer. What is your favorite thing about type one? Because for a lot of people, it's hard to find the positives in it. Yeah, I don't have one besides that. Well, it's, it's still a good one to hold on to. Yeah. Well, and I, I guess I could say that I'm the positive about type one is the community that I've found mm-hmm. on Instagram. It's just amazing the support that they show each other and and really the trials that they go through and and sharing them and being confident and being like, look, this, this, and this happened to me. And this is how I was able to tackle it. And here I am to tell about it. That's, that's pretty incredible to me. That is one of the uh, more common answers we get to that question is the community. It's yeah, it's a good one. So which insulin pump are you on? I am on the Medtronic. I had to think about it for a second. I used to, I was on the Animus when it first came out and I'm, I've been on the Medtronic ever since. And you're on the Medtronic sensors too? No, I don't do CGM. Oh, that's interesting. So what diet have you found works best for your blood sugars that you can see? Honestly, not any diet in particular. I am an eater of all of the things in association with autoimmune disease of diabetes. I'm also celiac. I have celiac disease, so I'm gluten intolerant. I'm intolerant to agave, dairy, pork, chocolate, yeast. So my diet is so limited in respect to those things that I don't limit myself otherwise. I just have learned to very carefully follow my carb counting, put in my um, bolus wizard on my pump and eat what I want to and just make sure I bolus well enough in advance. Something we ask all of our guests is what does burnout mean to you? And if you've experienced burnout, what have you found helps you manage it or get out of it? The only time I really feel burnout is when I have done, just had a super long day and I'm finally laying down in the bed and getting comfortable and my pump beeps and says it needs to be refilled. And I'm like, like, I don't want to get up. I don't want to go downstairs. I don't want to like go on the cold tile floor. I don't want to unplug my, it takes five minutes to do all that stuff. But I just, I like, I just want to go to bed, you know? So that's my burnout. But as soon as I get my pump geared up again and like primed and everything, I'm fine. So my burnout lasts about five or 10 minutes. <laughs> it, well, it also happens when I, when I want to go work out, like I would really love to be in better physical shape, but I've always been so nervous working out that my blood sugar would get so low. And then I'm like, well, what's the point of working out if I'm just going to have to replace those calories? And so that that has always been a big issue to me. I was a dancer when I was in high school and I always hated getting low blood sugar or having to eat sugar when I was trying to you know, stay slim and trim. And it was it was real, something that really bothered me for a long time. And still to this day, I'll, you know, I'll go to bowl of something and I'm like 50 grams of carbs. That's kind of a lot. But I'm like, oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> it's a delicious, healthy meal. Like, take the insulin and it's okay. So is there anything that you've found works best for you to get out of it? Or I guess another way of asking that would be what advice do you have for other type ones who might be feeling a little burned out? Sure. Just stick with it. And don't be so hard on yourselves. Don't be so strict with your control and everything. If you need to go a couple days that you're running 180 or, you know, whatever, it's okay. As long as you feel okay and you're able to function, let it slide. Eat that ice cream sandwich like I did late last night. (laughs) Knowing what you know now, is there anything you wish you had done differently when you were growing up? I mean, knowing what we know now is always one of those things that, you know, if we didn't go through it, then we we weren't, we wouldn't be where we are now. So I just remember being so frustrated. I used to go to the Barbara Davis Center in Denver, and I will never forget them trying to explain carb counting to me. This was way before insulin pumps or anything. And I just broke down in tears. I'm like, I just want to be able to eat a sandwich or a piece of pizza. And not have to try and do math. I'm terrible at math. So I think that was the, that was, that was more of my issue than being diabetic was just having to do the math of it. But yeah, that was, that was always my biggest burden with diabetes was 
figuring out you know, how much to calculate for having to be our own pancreas. I feel like we all should have honorary math degrees, regardless of how good at math we are. Yeah, 100% we should. 100%. It's, it's a lot of math involved. And I, I was an English major in college. So <laughs> that tells you where which side of my brain I use more. Very little math involved with an English major. Very little math. <laughs> how many pages are in this book? Right. Okay, so tell us about Skirt My Pump Slip. And how did that all come to be? I would love to. Well, I had been on the insulin pump for a couple of years. And so I'm in a dress right now. And I would always just like, I would find myself being like racking my brain, like, like being like, oh, I'm like MacGyver right now. Like, I'm like having to figure like, am I going to tape my insulin pump to my thigh? Or am I going to, you know, shove it in my bra? And then when I have to bolus or something, I'm gonna have to turn around and like, dig my bra. And I was like, that is not a life for anyone to have to leave. Like we have so much going on anyway. Let me figure this out. So in 2016, I created just a slip with a real deep pocket. So that the insulin pump would lay like in this area of your thigh. So that when you either sat down, it was kind of, it would kind of go in the groove. Or when you walked, it wasn't like bouncing out and pretending like us girls are trying to be boys, if you know what I mean. So I created that, but then I had only had the opening at the top. And I was realizing that to get to my pump when I'm sitting down in a restaurant or something, it was not a cute look. Like I'd have to go digging up in my slip or go to the bathroom and get my, um, get my pump and bolus there. So I created this slip with a zipper on the bottom. We put the insulin pump in the opening at the top here, but then it falls down and it's resting here in the zipper. So that when you need it, you just open it up, take your insulin pump out, close it, and it's good to go. Here's my friend to show you a real deal. And we'll take a screenshot of this for the show notes so you can see what she's she's pointing out. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. So that's the slip. Thanks, friend. <laughs> and it comes in six sizes and two colors and um, machine washable, dryable, all that good stuff. What were some of the biggest challenges with designing it? I don't have any experience in fashion whatsoever. So the biggest <laughs> challenge for me was honestly just doing it and playing with it. Like I said, I just created this silly little slip. I bet I, I have it somewhere. I should, I'll definitely send you a picture of it. Like it's terrible, but it did the job I needed it to do while I was wearing a dress. Like if I didn't get have to get to my pump ever, it was perfect. But then there was, I would be like, okay, great. Shoot. What am I going to do now that I have to, you know, like, let's say I used to work in the entertainment industry and I would have to, you know, be wearing these gowns and stuff. I'd be fine. in this first slip that I made this mock-up, but then I'd be like, I need to like figure out where the bathroom is. Cause I need to run and like take my insulin pump out because it was just not accessible the way that I designed it initially. So just figuring it out, I found a manufacturer who worked with me on the design. And initially I had incorrectly designed it so that the zipper openings were on the inside of the slip as well. That wasn't very helpful when you were trying to get to your pump. And I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as having to reach all the way at the top, but having to dig kind of under the slip to get to the zipper opening wasn't helpful. So I was like, Oh no, no, stop. Let's halt production. And then we put the zipper opening on the outside of the slip, but the upper pocket opening is on the inside of the slip. So the, the designers were a little bit like, okay, we don't really understand why. And I literally had to like take off whatever I was wearing, put the slip on and show them my insulin pump and what I was talking about. And then they were like, oh, okay, we get that now. So okay. yes, nice. most manufacturers don't have a lot of experience with medical devices, especially insulin pumps. So it was interesting for them to be like, oh, that lady has something attached to her. <laughs> <laughs> 
What kind of feedback have you gotten about the slip? I have gotten such raving reviews about it. And it's really made my heart so happy. And that's the only reason why I did this. A couple of customers, I didn't know they were going to be brides at the time, but they've written after they've ordered. And they said, you have no idea you saved my wedding day. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm getting even teary talking about it. Like that's why I created this so that people could like, I'm one of those people. I wish I was more fashion forward. Like I don't know how to put on or pick out an outfit that like cute pants and a top and a cute jacket or whatever. But picking out a dress, my favorite thing, because you pick out one thing and you're good to go, right? Like that's that's my ideal dress. So I or my ideal outfit. So I wanted to be able to do that quickly and easily, which is why I did it. So I feel like creating the slip has just made for so many other people's freedoms, which it's made for my freedoms. That's why I wanted so, to do it. Yeah. PSA for all of those type one diabetics out there who like dresses that have pockets. This is taking it to the next level. Exactly. Because I love having a dress with pockets as well, but then you have to cut a hole in the pocket. Fine. But let's say you cut it a little bit too big. Like I've had my pump slip through my pocket sometimes. Like if it's a, like a spandexy kind of pocket and then that's not helpful. Then you have to pin the pocket or pin the little <laughs> hole up. And it's like one more thing to worry about. This is why I created this. It's one less thing for us to worry about when we have a million things to worry about literally every hour of every day. Is it going through more um, like iterations or do you think you're at the final version of it right now? It is actually a recent person. Well, I've, I've patented this design, but someone recently commented something on one of my posts and I was like, that's actually a really good idea. I might have to implement that, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that for a while because it's, it's an expensive process to have these things manufactured and you have to buy the fabric, you have to buy the zippers, you have to buy the elastic band for the waistband, you have to do all that stuff and then you have to pay to have it manufactured. So I'm just going to keep moving along with this version and hopefully we'll have a skirt my pump 2.0. How long does it take to go from starting the manufacturing process to having a, a finished slip? Fortunately, I have found another manufacturer in downtown LA. I was using one manufacturer and they took six to eight weeks. That like, I was like constantly like, come on, like, let's go. I recently went to an event that it's called the Magic Convention in Las Vegas. And it's all about fashion. They have vendors out there that strictly come to show you, hey, these are all our fabrics that come to show you zippers, everything. They also have manufacturers out there that say, hey, this is what we do. This is what we're capable of. So at uh, Magic, I met another manufacturer who took two weeks to make 300 slips for me. I was so grateful. And I almost, I really didn't believe them. I was like, oh, okay, sure. When they called me and said, hey, it's ready for pickup. I was like, wow, you guys absolutely delivered. And this is incredible. That's awesome. I know. Props to them. <laughs> serious props to them. I know. I wish I could shout them out, but then my other manufacturer would be like, <laughs> never. What do you enjoy most about the creative process? Knowing that it makes a difference. I just, I love, again, knowing that people, this is one less thing to worry about. And I've seen a couple of people post who have ordered from me and they're just like, holy cow, it's a miracle. And just hearing those things come from people's mouths, it's, that's been the most exciting thing for me. And just knowing, I don't know if you can see the line, excuse me, but there's like a little line above the pump right there. I made oh, yeah. the slip so that you can fold it up and under, and then it attaches, there's four elastic bands along well, there's four buttons along the hemline and then those buttons get attached to um, elastic bands so you can make it shorter. So if you're wearing a really short little slip or skirt, excuse me, 
skirt or dress, you can adjust the hemline, but then you can take it back down again if you want it, if you want it down. So stuff like that was really exciting for me to be like, Oh wait, let's try this. Can we do this? And the manufacturer was like, yeah, sure. Let's just make the pocket super long. We'll add another zipper. It is a little bit difficult though. And so to anyone who's watching, who has a skirt, my pump, sorry about this. There's fusing on the inside of the pocket to keep the pump standing upright. So it doesn't lay down and to get the pump in the pocket when it's shortened and not in the fusing is a little bit difficult because if you get it in the fusing, you can't access it through the zipper. It's it's just kind of like there. So you have to take it out and um, like kind of put it in the back of the fusing. So it's a little bit more difficult, but at least you have two hemlines that you can work with. Yeah, that's good news for everybody who's wondering if this is only for a certain length of dress or skirt. This exactly. means you can change it based on what you are wearing. Yes. That's probably yeah. a, a big deal I've- for people who wear dresses and skirts. Exactly. I mean, I designed it again, so it was most user-friendly for me. And I found that so many people are able to use it as I would too. So if our listeners want to get a Skirt My Pump slip, what is the best way to do that? Skirtmypump.com or on Instagram at Skirt My Pump. Pretty awesome. basic. What advice do you have for the young diabetics out there? Again, not to get discouraged, but to really learn your body. Because I was fortunate enough to realize like, oh, my lips are getting a little bit numb. That probably means I'm getting low blood sugar. Let me go test it. You really have to listen to your body. And same thing with, oh, why am I exhausted? I just had a big meal and I'm feeling good. And, oh, that's right. I add a lot of carbs in that meal just to really listen to your body. I mean, really for any person out there ever in life, diabetic or not, listen to your body because it'll tell you exactly what it needs. All right. Everyone, you can find Erin at Skirt My Pump on Instagram and at skirtmypump.com. So thank you once again for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. All right. So our question this week is, have you ever worn a skirt or a dress and found yourself frustrated figuring out where to put your pump? Well, it's time to try Skirt My Pump Slip. I wish I knew about this sooner, honestly. And that is it for this episode of This Is Type 1. Thank you so much to Erin for coming on as a guest of the show. You can find Erin on Instagram at skirtmypump. And you can find the show notes at inspiredforward.com slash episode 133. 133. Apply to be a guest by visiting thisistype1.com. Our music is by Joseph McDade. Now, if you're not a skirt or dress wearer, but you still feel frustrated by all the ways diabetes seems to interfere with your living your life to the fullest, go ahead and go over to inspiredforward.com for a video on how to handle that without worrying about changing up how you manage diabetes. I'm on all social media as at Inspired Forward, and our email is Colleen at InspiredForward.com. And guess what? We're on Instagram. Our podcast handle is This Is Type One Pod. That's the number one if you do reach out. I'm on Instagram as at JJ underscore Crystal K A T. Please feel free to send me questions or comments you have about type 1 diabetes or about the show. We'd love to hear from you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to listen next week for another episode about real life with type 1 diabetes. Remember, you control your diabetes. It does not control you. Hey, if you like what you're listening to on this podcast, you have to join us in the Half Dead Pancreas Club. It's my private community where you'll connect face-to-face with other people with type 1 diabetes get personalized emotional support, and learn how to handle anything T1D throws at you. Join us over at inspiredforward.com community. I can't wait to see you there.